On this video, I'm gonna show you how you can flip a house with no money. Yes, that's right, zero dollars in your bank account, no money to your name, you can flip a house. My name is Bill Allen, and I'm the leader of a group of elite house flippers and wholesalers called Seven Figure Flipping. We don't brag or show off our success, but instead let integrity and stewardship be our guide. We are dedicated to helping people unlock the freedom they desperately need. If you ask other real estate investors, they will say to keep your secrets quiet. But we believe in abundance, not scarcity. And that's why we are the elite. We are Seven Figure Flipping, and this podcast is our playbook. I'll give you a quick background. When I got started, it was I flipped my first house in 2014. Before that, I was buying rental properties and I had saved up some money. So for me, my first deal, what I did was I borrowed from my 401k. And while it might on the surface look like I had money, it was in a retirement account and it was locked up. A lot of people don't know how to tap into that, but I had something called the TSP for the Navy. It's the Thrift Savings Plan. It's the military version of the 401k. And what you're allowed to do is you're allowed to borrow half of that up to $50,000, whichever is less. So if I had $100,000 in there, I could borrow 50. If I had $200,000 in there, I can only borrow 50. Or if I had 50,000 in there, I could borrow 25. Makes sense? Half or 50,000, whichever is lower. And um, I put that towards my first flip. That wasn't enough for me to buy my first house. On a previous video, I showed what I bought my first house for. Just over $100,000, I put about $62,000 into it, and I sold it in like the 270 range. So I put all my numbers in that video, you should go check it out, but in there, I showed that I made $43,000 in profit. It was insane. That was like half of the money that I made the entire year flying for the Navy. So it was incredible. And then I got hooked and I just wanted to do it again and again and again. And that's how I've been able to flip a whole ton of houses. I got addicted to it, I loved it, and I've made a ton of money doing it. So. The money thing is what stops most people. They just get stopped in their tracks, right? And it's like, I don't have any money, I don't have any credit, I don't know how to get a bank loan, um, I'm not really, I, I, I have, oh, there's all these things that are wrong that I can't do this, right? Well, I've coached hundreds and hundreds of people and shown them how they can raise money, where they don't need to have any money and they can do deals. So, what I had to do on that first house, I took my loan for my TSP, and then I raised some money from a family member at an interest rate of like 6%. They were making like 1% on it or a half percent in the bank. And I said, well, what if you can make 6% on it tied to real estate investment and we could go in and almost like partner, but you'll be the financial partner and then I will renovate the house and do all the work. They loved it. They were getting 6% interest. They were getting, pay I, I ballooned the payment. So at the end, I sold the property. I gave them their principal and the interest back at the end of, of the deal. And so their, their interest added up over the six months and they got a big check on the back end and they loved it. And they were like, how can I do this again and again and again? It's like, I gotta find another house. So I started borrowing money then. And then what I wanted to do is I wanted to scale up my business a lot. So the next thing that I did, so I, on the first two houses I did, I used other people's money. So a little bit of my money, my 401k money, and then other people's money. So a friend or a family member that I borrowed at fixed interest. After that, I wanted to grow my business. I wanted to do more than one deal at a time, but I didn't feel like I had enough capital or I had the ability to raise that much money, which was a limiting belief of mine that I crushed later on. But at the time, probably like you, I don't feel like I can raise this money. Who's gonna trust me with $200,000? And I can't just go out and ask people for money all the time. So that was my problem in the beginning. What I did was I joined a mastermind group called Seven Figure Flipping, and I found a partner who was a money guy. He just had a ton of money, a couple million dollars, 
And he wanted to get involved, but he didn't, he was in a very expensive area in San Diego and I was in Pensacola, Florida, and my deals were pretty cheap. He could finance all of my properties. So what we did was we entered into a joint venture agreement. So a JV contract where he funded all my deals. He funded the purchase and the rehab. I paid for a little bit of things like uh, utility bills and grass cutting and house cleaning and stuff like that. That was just knickknack stuff that I didn't want to bill him for because it was easier. He would have paid for all that stuff too if I billed him. But he paid for everything and we split the profit 50-50. So we did a JV, joint venture. He loved it because he was getting 50% of the profit. We were making like $30,000 on a house and we were doing them in three or four months and he was making $15,000 just for putting his money in, in three months. So he might put in like 150 or 200,000 and make 15 grand. He was making a massive return. And I was over here sweating, doing all the work, and all I needed was access to the money. So I was finding the deals, I was running the rehab, finding the contractors, putting the house on the market, dealing with everything, going to Home Depot, putting the lockbox on, like all the stuff, the difficult, challenging stuff. I was doing all the work. And I was keeeping 15,000, he was keeping 15,000. In the beginning, it was a great deal for me because I didn't know how to raise enough money or I didn't believe that I could. And so after about five or six of those, what I realized is, I should just be raising money. If I raise money at 6%, even 10% interest, I would be making way more. I'd be paying three or $4,000 to my lenders and I'd be keeping 25,000 instead of 15. So after that, I struck out on my own and I started raising money from other people, friends, family, warm network, those kind of folks where they are looking for a return and I'm providing an opportunity to them. And the cool thing is the real estate TV shows, the flipping TV shows have made it so popular to do. It was mainstream. They wanted to be part of something that was fun, cool, and exciting. So when they're standing around talking to their friends, they can say, oh yeah, I'm flipping houses too over in Pensacola, Florida. My partner is doing all this stuff. And all they're doing is lending money on the deal, but they feel like they're part of something. And they're also getting a great return. So in, you're not getting a bunch of money from the bank right now. The stock market's going crazy. It's ups and downs. It's volatile, all this stuff. And I'm paying a fixed return to somebody who's got money sitting in the bank. Maybe it's in their IRA or 401k. So I showed them how to self-direct their money from their retirement accounts, just like I was doing. And it opened up a whole nother ballgame for me. I was able to flip you know, hundreds of houses this way and not having any of my own money out of pocket and not having to use banks, and I can close on the property in five days, six days, seven days, things like that, really fast, where the banks were a little bit slower. I've also used bank financing. So with the banks, the, ne- the thing that you need to do there is you need to find a commercial bank to do the deal. Find somebody who's got an appetite that wants to do flips, because they can close in seven, 10, maybe 14 days. The fastest I've seen a bank close is 10 days. The way that I found bank financing, so I financed a couple of flips of mine and I like long-term rentals and short-term rentals and things like that from banks. The way I found them was when I was wholesaling, I was closing deals quickly and I had a buyer that financed a deal with a bank. And I was like, how did he do this? He financed with his bank. So I found the bank, I found the person he was working with and I called them and I said, hey, I had a buyer just close a wholesale deal from me. I made $12,000 on assignment fee and you guys paid the assignment fee in the loan. So what's going on here? Are you guys financing flips, wholesales? He's like, yeah, we'll finance some deals. Do you have some? I said, yes, I do. And so I started doing deals with them until their appetite dried up. That's the problem with banks. Their appetites can dry up after at a certain risk tolerance, certain levels, they might just cut you off. So now we have private money. That is the coup de gras. That is the best place to go. Find low interest, fixed rate, private money that will finance 100% of your flips because they just want to make some money. 
right? They're, they're friends of yours, they're family members of yours, they're previous work clients, uh, um, people from, that you know from work. Um, a lot of my other pilots that were in squadrons with me are financing my deals right now, um, and we're partnering together on, on that kind of stuff. And then you've got a commercial bank. Commercial banks, a little bit slower, um, but uh, they, you may be able to finance more properties because they might have access to more money, but they can dry up really fast. The last place that I would recommend is hard money lenders. And a hard money lender is somebody who has a little bit higher rates. They're usually institution type lender. Um, we use a company called Kiavi, used to be called Lending Home. And uh, they finance 100% of our, our members, our seven figure flipping members purchase and rehab on the property. Uh, they typically would do 90% of the purchase and 100% of the rehab for everybody else. And they're, they're, they're nice to work with. They can close fast. They have almost unlimited amount of money that you can have access to. Now they're limited to certain states that they lend in. I think they lend in 30 some states right now of the 50, but they'll move fast and they'll, um, they'll also help you evaluate the property and the prices. So they're a hard money lender that can get money really fast, high lines of credit on there, and, but their interest rates are high. They're usually points and interest. So a point is just a percentage of the loan paid up front, and then there's interest, and then there's some other fees, like appraisal fees, um, admin fees, those kind of things. So those are three ways that you can look at to uh, do loans. You don't have to have your own money. For those, you don't have to have great credit. While Kiabi and the bank are gonna require some sort of credit score, Kiabi's gonna be lower than the bank, I'm sure, but a private money lender doesn't care about your credit, they care about what you're gonna do with the property and the returns that you're gonna make. So they wanna make money with you. You're partnering with all of these folks. Look at them as partners, but you don't have to give up equity. And then the fourth one that I talked about is the JV partner. The 50-50 split, and get, it doesn't have to be 50-50. It could be 70-30 to you. 30% to the money partner, 70% to you. Lots of ways to, uh, to do this and finance your deals. So the cool thing about flipping is you don't need a bunch of money out of pocket. What you need to do is you need to find a great deal and you need to have the confidence and the know-how to, to take the step into the unknown and come out on the backside uh, profitable. So the thing that I'll tell you, anytime you work with money lenders, the, um, especially the private money lenders, friends, family, things like that, you've got to pay them back first. You don't make money until they make money. So if you don't do as well as you thought you were going to do on the project, don't call them up and ask them for a reduced uh, loan amount. Don't ask them to drop their rates. You pay them their money. Um, I did a deal where we lost $70,000 on the house. So we were flipping a house. It was a high-end house in Pensacola. It was actually on HGTV. Um, and we just, we, 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 the, the numbers weren't good. There was something that, there was, there was a railroad track in front of the house and that threw off everything. And we didn't see it coming. It was a mistake by me, but I had $40,000 in debt to my lenders. And so fortunately I was running a business where we're doing 10 or 12 deals a month. So when we lose $70,000, we made 200 on the other ones. It wasn't a huge problem. But I took the 70,000 and I could have called my lenders. I had two lenders on that deal, a first position, second position mortgage. I could have called them and say, hey, can I get some relief from this interest rate? Um, and they probably would have said okay, but they would never would have lent me, lent me money again. What I did was I paid them back in full. So the reason we lost 70,000 is because 40 of that was to the lenders. So we really only lost $30,000, but I paid them back in full and they never knew that I lost money on the house. I talk about that in my book, Seven Figure Flipping Underground, if you wanna check it out. I talk about this story because it's really important. If you pay them back, they ended up being lenders and partners in lots of other things that I've done for a very long period of time. And to this day, they probably only know it if they read the book or have seen me talk about it on at our events at Flip Hacking Live or, um, or on this channel. So 
take care of your people, they'll take care of you. But there's lots of ways to flip houses with no money. So um, the key is commit to it, talk about what you're gonna do, find a deal, find a deal that has a margin in it that you can force equity, and then bring somebody in and get them excited about partnering with you on the financial side. So it might be a joint venture where it's a partnership, it might be a private money lender that you raise the money from and you put a uh, note or a mortgage on the property, and uh, it could be a bank. So there's lots of different ways to do this. Don't get caught up in the money. Just try, like, get to the deal. Underwrite deals, make offers, make lots of offers. And if you find a really good deal and you go out and and look for capital, I guarantee if you make one post on your social media page today, hey, I'm getting into flipping houses. I got this really amazing deal. Does anybody want to partner on a house flip that I'm doing? People will come out of the woodwork that you've known forever. I did something called the 500K Challenge. I've had hundreds, I probably had 500 real estate investors go through this at this point in time when I'm recording this video, and they have raised millions of dollars in 30 days. If they can do it, so can you. So I hope you guys are just ready to jump, jump in, do that deal, and and the money is there. You don't have to have it, you don't have to have great credit, you don't have to have a ton of money in your pocket. That's why house flipping is so amazing. Such an amazing way to become financially free and get to the future. It is your path to financial freedom.